Hi Mustafa, welcome to Out and About magazine. We've been waiting ages to have a sit down with you. So thank you for joining us tonight. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. Wonderful. Let's start by you telling us a little bit about yourself. So my name is Mustafa Khawaja. I am turning 31 this month, New Year's Eve. Um, I am born and raised in New Jersey, which is right next to New York. Many people don't know where it is, so I just say New York. And I am an entrepreneur. Tell us about your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I started at a very young age. And honestly, I just followed my passions. So since I was 15, 16, I was very big into working out and lifting weights, taking supplements. And I used to go to the same store every month with my brother. So one day I tried to convince, uh, convince my father. I said, we should open up the same store that we go to. I, f I forget the name, but it was, a, it was like a franchise. My father being an immigrant from Pakistan to America and working nine to five, he wasn't, he wasn't a business oriented person. But after much convincing, he, he helped me open the store. And I opened the store when I was 17 years old. Um, from there, I was going to college. I, I, was, I was studying forensic accounting, but I was also interning on Wall Street. So I've always been a numbers guy. I've always wanted to um, work with numbers, stock markets. I, I was always good at math. I think that was my best subject in school. And I guess you can say I liked money at a young age. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with admitting that. So from there, I was working at the store. I was going to school. I was interning on Wall Street. And to be honest, that's, I think that's the era when Amazon got really big in the States. Because we're going back 13, 14 years ago. So 13, 14 years ago, Amazon was huge. And we started selling the same products we're selling in our store because my store was in a very small town. I think it was only one mile long. So there's only so many people you can cater to in a, in a small town. So we took advantage of Amazon. We started listing all the products on Amazon. I remember my store was right across the street from the post office. So at one point we were getting so many orders on Amazon. I think we were doing more business in one day on Amazon than we were doing in one month at the store. And I remember as 17, 18, 19, I was carrying these big bags of like orders, carrying it to the post office, everything like that. And I think two years later, I decided just to close the store because it, 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 we were beyond that at that point. You know, as a business, you're constantly evolving. And I think we evolved into more e-commerce. I started also doing a lot of export using the international um, Amazon because me being a Wall Street guy, I noticed that if I'm selling something for $30 in the States, I can sell it for 30 pounds in the UK and I was making uh, money on currency exchange when you convert it. So started doing that, um, finished my degree, <laughs> continued to work on Wall Street, but I decided when I was like 20, 21, that's not the life for me and too many hours and to travel from New Jersey to New York it was too much. I promised my father I would you know finish my education because us being Pakistanis education is the biggest thing for us. I promised him I'll finish that and when, once I'm done I still want to do my own business. So I did that and at 22 or 23 I sold that company the import export company. I sold it for seven figures and from there I think I really started on my entrepreneurial journey. 
That is such a fantastic story. You got in there early, you knew what you wanted to do at a really early age, and you just went for it. So I think that's one of the key messages, you know, if you want to do something to just decide, I'm just gonna go for it. I think the most important lesson in this story is to follow your passion. Because when you're passionate about something, you won't give up. See, a lot of people, they get into business for the wrong reasons. It's, it's for money, it's for status, um, maybe some other reasons. But for me, it was honestly, yeah, money's important, finance, you, you know, you need to financially survive. But I think the most important thing for me was the passion. You know, it's not easy. You're working, you know, 18 hours a day. You don't have a normal life like a 17, 18 year old even 21 year olds, you're, you're not going to parties, you're not doing anything that they're doing. I honestly was just working 24 seven and I focused on myself. And that's really the start of everything for me because at 23, when I sold my first company, I started my own investment company and I still have it to this day, it's called Quadra Holdings. And we've invested up until now, probably in over 50 companies. And my empire still besides my investments is health and beauty so we have our own manufacturing facilities we manufacture for other people we manufacture our own brands and we have facilities in over six countries right now that's amazing that's amazing so definitely leads me nicely on to my next question which is you describe yourself as a serial entrepreneur now to some of us that could mean various things so what's your definition of serial entrepreneurship to, to be honest, I don't like these names, but I do call myself a serial entrepreneur just to help people and for them to understand what it is. For me, a serial entrepreneur is somebody who is constantly starting new businesses or investing in new businesses. You know, an entrepreneur is somebody who starts one journey and sticks to that journey, and, and that's okay. Serial entrepreneur like me is, thankfully, I have an amazing team. But when I start something or I invest in something, I go solely in by myself. I focus on it like it's my baby and once it's ready to walk, I'll pass it on and I'll delegate to my team. So to me, that's a serial entrepreneur. Okay. All right. Great. Now you touched on this a little bit. When you're thinking about companies to invest in, what is it about the company that makes you want to put money into it? So I think when I'm investing, I categorize it into two sections. One is a company and one is a person. So when it's a company, we look at the, the financials, we look at the, the health of the company, why they need investment. Um, you know, for me, I like to stick to a certain scope. So for me, health and beauty is big, but now I've ventured off into technology. Um, real estate necessarily, I have some, but I don't really like to focus on it. So things that I'm passionate about. Um, you are a successful businessman. Uh, by, I'm sure, by your own admission as well. What is your definition of success? See, success to me is, I think, very different than other people. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, uh, equating success to financial goals, to, you know, materialistic items. But for me, success is honestly just to be truly happy. And the reason why I say that is because since I've started my journey since I was 17, I've met thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of entrepreneurs and some of the most successful people in the world, to be honest. I don't want to be somebody who equates success 
to a materialistic item or a dollar figure because I know so many people that are constantly wanting, for example, a million dollars. They'll work however possible to gain a million, then they want five, then they want 10, then they want 50. It's a never ending journey. And next thing you know, you're 90 years old and you know, let's say you're on your deathbed. Did you really enjoy your life or live your life? So for me, success is just to be truly happy with what I have, with the people around me, and just my mental health. Which is so important, and we'll touch on that as we go along further in the interview. Now, as a business person, you started out really early. Along the journey, there must have been hiccups. Tell us about you know, what failure looks like or feels like to you and how you've overcome. Yeah, see, like when you, when you be, when you get on this path of being an entrepreneur, you have to be ready to fail. It's not like you're going to become an overnight millionaire or whatever your goal is. It's it's just not going to happen. It's reality. But that's why it just goes back to your passion. When you're passionate about something, you're going to fail. You're going to have bumps in the road. It's inevitable. And if you don't think it's going to happen, then you should just you shouldn't start this journey. Um, Failure is something that you have to be prepared for. Being an entrepreneur is, is not just a word. It's not just having a business. It's, it's a lifestyle. You have to be prepared for it. It's a 24-7 you know, job. And working for yourself is sometimes very difficult because you're taking care of employees. You have a lot of responsibilities. And you're going to fail. But when you fail, you learn from your mistakes. And when you learn from your mistakes, you fix those mistakes, you fix the business and you evolve. Humans, businesses, we're constantly evolving. So if you don't think you're going to fail or you're not prepared to fail, it's just not for you. That's great advice. That's really good advice. Now, you've been on this journey for so many years. What advice would you give to your 20 year old self? To be honest, I don't think that I would give my 20 year old any advice because the man I am today at almost 31 is a combination of everything that's happened to me in these past 11 years. The good, the bad, the in-between. And there's been a lot of good, but there's also been a ton of bad. And there's been a ton of in-between. You know, but my mentality is, is that I try not to stress about the bad things going on because it's out of our control. When something bad happens on a daily basis, I just try to figure out what happened what I can do to fix it. And to be an owner of a business, you have to be a leader. And when you're a leader, you cannot stress because you have so many people looking up to you, their livelihoods. So I think that's one thing that a lot of people that work for me, um, even my younger brother actually tells me sometimes, he's like, you, you never stress. Inside, I might be stressing out and I might be panicking, but you cannot show it. And you have to be able to adapt quickly to change. You know, even right now, what's going on with the market? with uh with covid you know it's it's affected a lot of businesses and if somebody says it didn't affect their business they're probably amazon <laughs> you know that's that's the only company i know doing well in walmart in america but you have to adapt and if you don't adapt unfortunately it's just just gonna hurt now you've been on a great journey so far and there are lots of people starting out who are looking for advice from people who started the journey and are still on that journey what advice would you give to someone starting out in business honestly the advice that i give every time i speak to somebody especially on social media and 
You know, to be honest, on social media, I don't use it to make money. For me, it's a platform where I can actually help people through the lessons that I've learned in my journey. Because to be an entrepreneur, it's, it's a self-discovery journey. And you honestly figure out so many things about life. And it's, but it's beautiful at the end of the day. So my advice to somebody is always follow your passion. Don't do it for the fame or do it to put it on social media that you're an entrepreneur and to act like you're better than somebody. Just do it because you're honestly passionate about something. Because when you're passionate, you won't give up. It's, it's a tough journey. There's going to be so many times that you want to give up because you're not going to make money for a while. You know, it's, it's constant work. It's, it's constant effort at the end of the day. So my, my number one advice always is do it because you believe in something or if you want to help someone. For me, health and wellness was my first business. I still focus on it. For me, it's my passion. Secondly, it helps people. You know, you're bettering their life, whether it's a vitamin or a supplement. So for me, it was that. And that's, that's my advice. Thank you so much for that advice. So I take some of that on as well. Um, as I go through this entrepreneurial journey and I talk to various entrepreneurs and I see people who have made great successes of themselves, it is important for me as well to take some of that on and make sure that I use that in my own business and in my own personal growth as well. So thank you for that advice. Absolutely. What motivates you? I think my biggest motivation in life is my family and you know the number one thing about me is I'm very family oriented I'm a very simple guy at the end of the day you know people might think uh, differently because I have businesses and you know this this or that but for me I'm a very simple guy um, live a very simple life and I'm just very family oriented my parents mean the world to me my biggest accomplishment in life is the fact that I've been supporting my family and, I, and I, you know, I bought my parents a house when I was 25, 26. So my biggest accomplishment in life is the fact that I can make my parents happy and proud of me. That's it. And that's what keeps me going. Who inspires you? I think this goes back to the last question. <laughs> yeah. But my biggest inspiration, it is my parents. Honestly, my biggest inspiration in life is my father. And, you know, it's not easy to move to a different country and, you know, be an immigrant, you know, and he, he actually got married to my mother and when my mother got pregnant two months later, he went to America for two years. He didn't see my mother or my sister even. And he wanted, you know, the way that I look at it is my parents risked their life for us children, you know, to move to a country when you're 30, 35 and you have to work from the bottom and you work these odd jobs and you know, you leave your family behind, similar to what I did right now. You know, my family is all in America and I'm here in Dubai. Um, you know, I think that my biggest inspiration is definitely my father. Every day I saw him waking up at 5 a.m., driving two hours to his job, coming home at 7 or 8. And, you know, I don't come from a super wealthy family, um, middle class for sure. And my father is just somebody who's... I've seen him work every day. Even now he's retired and, and he's, he's depressed because he's a guy that's used to working, you know? So I know my parents are my biggest supporters. They're my biggest fans. 
and I just love it. Parents are definitely the best people we can have around. They will support us beyond anything. Yeah. They, they definitely are. Um, I feel very similarly to you. I, I understand what that's like because I know my mom on the way here, my mom was on the phone. Where are you going? What are you doing? Who are you interviewing today? Uh, and I know she's always, always there to support me. So I, I fully understand that. And I think a lot of people, you know, when getting that push from their parents or being able to actually support your parents after they provided so much for you can be such a joy. I think it's the biggest happiness that I've ever experienced in my life. The fact that, you know, I can just make them proud of me and do whatever I possibly can to show them, you know, how much I respect it too. That's great. Now, we are in a, in a time when, you know, mental health is at the forefront. And especially with COVID, a lot of people are affected. Um, some people will come out and ask for support and some people will shy away. Some people deny that they need help. How do you look after your mental health? To be completely honest, um, there's nothing wrong with going and seeking help. You know, it's, I highly advise it. There's nothing wrong with it. I think people sometimes have too much pride and ego, like, hey, I cannot go speak to somebody. Me personally, it's hard, you know, there's, there's constantly challenges in life. It's not easy. It's not just the title, there's responsibilities with it. So for me, I think my mind is always working, always thinking. And maybe that's why I don't sleep much at times too. Um, but exercise helps me a lot. I actually like to go on walks every night. I uh, try to leave my phone away from me and I'll go on a walk for one hour. It's not necessarily for the cardio or the exercise. I just like that it makes me relax. And I think mental health is definitely extremely important. And you need to just be able to balance everything in life, the good and the bad and you need to just make time for yourself it's okay you have responsibilities you have businesses but i think i got much better at this a few years ago when i started believing in you know spending time with myself i like to be alone sometimes you know um to be honest i work so much during the week i'm constantly in meetings on the weekends i don't even respond to my phone i like to stay in everybody's going out but i love to stay in to spend time with myself and i think self-love is very important um, and I think uh, it's definitely very important for your mental health. Well, that's fantastic. Now, we, we do a lot of work around mental health and one of the things that we like to push is the mental health of men because women are quicker to jump out there and say, oh, I'm not feeling so well or we'll cry. But with men, it tends to be more of an internal thing. I'm pretty emotional as a guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's great. That's great to hear that. But I do know what you mean because um, I used to keep a lot of stuff inside. And it's not healthy because when you keep stuff inside and you don't uh, talk about it, you definitely sometimes burst or it depresses you. So thankfully, I do have a very good relationship with my family. I speak to them about everything and I also have uh, some good friends that I can speak to as well and yeah I, I completely understand though men sometimes we do keep it in. Yeah so that's great advice for men that you know finding someone if there's like that one person 
you can confide in. So the one thing that I do that a lot of people don't know about me is I love to write down my feelings. I do this almost every night and for the people that follow me on social media, I'm always writing. I don't post pictures really ever, but I'm always writing. And most of the stuff that I write is actually my own writing. So I'm constantly trying to inspire people, motivate people. Um, I do this in business as well. I like to write down my short-term, mid-term, long-term goals. It's sort of like manifestation, I guess. Um, and I like to look at these things on a daily basis, especially in the morning. So then that way it kind of inspires me at the same time. Especially when I'm feeling down or going through a rough patch in life, I definitely write down my feelings. And I just don't hide it. Sometimes I'll post it at the right time on social media, but I won't really ever say it's from me. <laughs> now we know. Yeah. All right, but that's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's when you feel comfortable. No, no, it's, I think it's a beautiful thing to express your feelings. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I enjoy writing. Um, I don't really read, <laughs> but I enjoy writing. And for me, it just makes me happy. I honestly feel like it makes everything better that I'm going through in life if I just write. That's, that's amazing. And that's great that you found that place, you know, that makes you feel better about what you're doing. Now, we are almost at the end. And my last question to all my interviewees is usually the same. And it's that what is that one quote that you live by? So to be completely honest, I don't have a quote that I live by, but I have a motto that I live by. And I will say that. So my motto is, is that I always tell everyone that if you give me 100%, I will give you 200%. The way that I live my life is no regrets. Whether it's a friendship or a relationship or business or family, when I'm passionate about something, I will give it 200% of what I have. That way, if it doesn't work out, if somebody, you know, whether the business or friendship or relationship, anything doesn't work out, I move on with my life peacefully because I have no regrets. I know that me as a human being, I did everything on my side and that's it. Because life to me is a book. You know, when you close one chapter, you move on to the next one. When you read a book, you don't read it backwards, right? Yeah. Yeah, you keep going on. So for me, I leave that chapter there and I move on to the next one and then to the next one. That way I can sleep peacefully at night. I know I'm a good person and I gave everything in my life 200%. Thank you so much, Mustafa. Um, You're it's so been welcome. amazing chatting to you, um, getting to know you and getting to understand your journey as well. I'm sure everybody watching this will be just as amazed as I am. Thank you so much and thank you for having me here. <laughs>